Welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for June 26th, 2016. Pretty big Tuesday slate. We have 14 games. And before I start talking about them, real quick, one game that looks like a pretty likely cancellation is the Twins at White Sox game. 75% chance of thunderstorms as of Monday night. So that's a game that as of now looks like I'm going to be avoiding. The other weather looks playable for now and maybe subject to change for tomorrow. Um, Monday's slate so far looks pretty decent. Fading Verlander worked out pretty well. All the pitchers came through. Marin's offense was okay, not great. So should be a profitable night if the Dodgers have a good a good night. So hopefully that comes through and then Monday will be profitable. Looking at the Tuesday now, at the high end, there are a bunch of really good pitching options. We have Luis Severino against the Phillies, Corey Kluber against the Cardinals, James Paxton against the Orioles. All of these guys are about the same price. We have Paxton, 12500 Kluber, 12900 and then Severino at 13100 We can't roster all three of them. I'm trying to figure out just what my preference is amongst these guys. I think the first guy I'm going to cross off is going to be Paxton, just because of the three pitchers, he averages the least amount of fantasy points per start. Severino and Clover both at 26, Paxton at 22. He's also been struggling a little bit lately, maybe a little bit of fatigue, because he had a bunch of outings earlier in the year where he threw a lot of pitches. So I'm thinking maybe that's an issue for him. Also, he tends to get injured a lot. He... I'm not saying he's injured now, except he hasn't really had a season where he's gone start to finish as a major league pitcher without getting hurt. So maybe that's another reason for potential fatigue for him. I mean, overall, I would think he was a great play if these other two pitchers weren't on the slate. And just because we have to kind of cross off somebody, I'm going to go with Paxton. So Severino and Kluber, I think I'm going to have exposure to both of them, but maybe a little bit more towards Severino. So the matchup for both these guys I would consider to be positive. The Phillies have a 97 WRC plus against right-hand pitching, also strike out 26.3% rate. It was a really good matchup for Joey Loizagna on Monday. That was why I liked him, and Severino's a better pitcher than, than he is, and he should be able to have success against them. The Cardinals also 94 WRC plus 23.4% strikeout rate. And it's also possible that Tommy Pham, who's missed the last couple games with an illness, he could be out of the lineup. I think he is expected to be back Tuesday, except just the the chance of him not being there. That would be a slight boost to Kluber. So I think both these guys are in play. I have a lean towards Severino. If you're only making one lineup and want to pay up for pitcher, I would recommend go to Severino over Kluber. Both of them American League pitchers pitching in National League parks against kind of average offenses that strike out an above-average rate against right-handed pitching. So I think we could look at both of them as strong options. Moving down, I don't think there's any like super cheap pitchers that are considered to be a good play for this slate, but there are some guys who are cheaper compared to the top guys that I think we could pair them with and make for good plays. One is going to be Zach Godley at 9,200, who of the four pitchers I'm going to recommend, he's my least favorite of the four, except If you want to use an expensive offense, you're going to have to use two of the cheaper pitchers, and Godley, to me, would be one of them. At 9,200, he hasn't been great this year with a 4.64 ERA, 4.49 FIP, but he is striking out about a batter per inning, 8.96 per nine. So if you look at his numbers, averaging 15 fantasy points per start, he's also been a lot better lately, at least 19 fantasy points in four of his last five outings. So maybe that's an indication that he's starting to put it together a little bit. And the other thing also... 
really plus matchup against the Marlins offense, who have an 85 WRC plus against right-handed pitching, 23.7% strikeout rate. Godly, I think that he is a little risky just because he hasn't pitched well this year, but the matchup and the strikeout upside I think makes it worth rostering him at this price point, especially if you want to get an expensive offense like I was saying before. And then moving down, I think the cheaper value guy, who is really my preferred play of the cheap guys, it is Freddie Peralta at 7900 So Peralta, pretty well-regarded prospect coming into the year. He is one of the better pitching prospects in the Brewers organization. A ton of strikeout upside. If you look at his minor league numbers the last few years, striking out about 12 and a half batters per nine innings. And his major league starts so far 2.3 ERA, 2.28 FIP, 14.36 strikeouts per nine innings. He's not going to be able to keep that up because that's a ridiculous pace. But 14.3% swing strike rate, really good stuff. There's a lot to like about him. And then also matchup against the Royals, who, while they don't strike out a lot, still 29th in WRC plus against right-handed pitching. They're also going to be moving to a National League park. So that figures to bump up the strikeout rate from a little bit because it's going to be a pitcher instead of the designated hitter spot. So Freddie Peralta at 7,900, I think, is a very solid play. Probably the pitching combination I'll have the most exposure to, I would assume, is going to be Severino and Peralta. And then Kluber... And Godly are guys that I'll also have exposure to, but not as much as the other two, who I think is a, a slightly better pitching combination to make for this slate. And then when we get into offenses, once again, I'll say it. If you want to go really expensive at offense, then Peralta and Godly would be the combination to make. If you roster both of them together, it leaves an average of a little over $4,100 for the hitter spots. So moving into the offenses have to look a little bit cheap just because I like the really expensive pitchers. The offense, two that I think on the cheap end that make a lot of sense. One is going to be the Padres, who are in Texas, so they get a park boost, and they're also going up against Dirks, who has not pitched particularly well since he's been in the major leagues. Overall numbers, 4.66 ERA, 5.19 FIP. Also a fly ball pitcher, gives up a decent amount of home runs per fly ball of 13.2%. And then also we're putting him in Texas, that hitter's park. Park upgrade for the Padres. They also get a designated hitter for this spot. I would assume it's going to be Corey Spangenberg, who should be hitting pretty high up in the lineup. He's a real boom-bust type play, but I really like him for DFS. He's somebody who's probably going to strike out or hit a home run, and those are kind of like the only outcomes of his at-bats. So you play him for the home run upside, he's pretty cheap in the 3,000s. I think that he makes sense as a plug. Hosmer's pretty cheap. Uh, Will Myers is still a little bit on the cheapish end. So you could get the Padres in pretty easily with Severino and Peralta as the pitchers. I like that as an option. Other offense that I like a lot for this slate that I think should go low-owned is going to be the Los Angeles Dodgers. So the Dodgers, this is regardless of if they let me down or come through for me on Monday night. Going up against John Lester, I think a lot of people look at Lester and go, oh, 9-2 record, 2.1 ERA. He's been really good this year. I think there's a lot of regression coming his way. He does have a low ERA, but 4.2 FIP against a 2.1 ERA. He is career low in strikeout rate. He's striking out just seven hitters per nine innings. He's also walking a bunch of guys this year, 3.1, so that's up. His ground ball rate has gone way down this year to 38.6%. The hard contact rating is way up. It is at 30... No, where was it? I just had it in front of me. It's 
where is the hard contact rate for here we go 36.2 percent for John Lester just to put into perspective of how high this is relative to his career rates Lester's a 36.2 percent hard contact rate this year 26.8 for his career and has only been above 30 percent once and that was in 2007 so Lester's getting hit way harder this year than he has in any other year he's striking out less guys he's walking more guys but somehow the ERA is down none of that makes sense I think he's gonna start getting hit he did have what looked like on paper to have a decent outing his last time against the, the Dodgers but he got hit so hard in that game there was like five balls that were hit to the warning track there's regression coming his way the Dodgers are cheap for this matchup and i think this is a spot that they really make sense as a contrarian stack so the two offenses that i like on the cheaper end are the dodgers and the padres if we want to go up to an expensive offense i think that the one that makes the most sense is the atlanta braves at home against matt harvey harvey i think i say this every time that he pitches not a major league quality pitcher anymore doesn't get righties out doesn't get lefties out the velocity is down from P. Carvey. 5.66 ERA, 5.11 FIP. It's, it, it, he was okay his last time out, but for the most part, he gets hit very hard whenever he pitches. 38.6% hard contact rate against him. A lot of home runs that he's giving up. 16.7% home run to fly ball rate this year. 20.6% last year. If the ball goes in the air, like one out of five times, it's going out of the ballpark. That's a very high rate. So for an expensive offense, the Braves are my favorite option. They're just a little harder to fit in with the pitchers. But the one thing that's nice about a 14-game slate is we're probably going to see some value options that come into play, any cheap guys hitting towards the top of the order. In terms of the offenses, the percentage of exposure I'm going to have to them, I would assume it's probably something like 40% Padres, 40% Dodgers, and 20% Braves. Uh, maybe I'd go a little bit higher Braves if there's a bunch of cheap Often a bunch of cheap plugs that I like. So we'll see how that plays out tomorrow. And then the pitchers, just to reiterate, I liked Luis Severino, Corey Kluber, Zach Godley, and Freddie Peralta. So that will wrap up Monday's podcast. Uh, Monday's podcast for Tuesday slate, and I'll be back to record one for Wednesday. Go follow me on Twitter at gerenbergdfs, and I hope everybody has a good night.